Hi, I'm Rain. And I'm Joe. We have a podcast. And it's about nothing. Come Come join join us. Hi, friends. Hey, everybody. We're back. Back again this week to talk about uh, some of our favorite conspiracy theories out there. Uh, I think what we're going to be doing is we're going to be breaking this down a little bit. Uh, Rain is going to be going over some of his favorite conspiracy theories tonight. And when we return to the subject, I'll be going over some of my own favorites. So, I'm all ready. I got my Dutch Bros. I got Joe some Dutch Bros, too, because he bought me Dutch some. Dutch Brothers. I will fucking destroy you. I will. It's Dutch Bros. It's not Dutch Brothers. It's Dutch Bros. So, what have you brought to us today? So, I have two really exciting ones. Uh, These are two of my favorite ones about the Illuminati and the New World Order. So, you you guys should know that he's been doing practically non-stop research on this stuff since we talked about it last week. I know that he's put in his fair amount of research even before we talked about doing conspiracy theories on here, so I'm really excited to hear what he's got. Yeah. He came over uh, to my my work. I sold him something, he came by to pick it up. I'm so excited for those, by the way. Yeah, I'm too. (laughs) My wife wants to take a picture of you. Oh, that's going to be exciting. Or at least have a picture of you. Mm -hmm. And anyways, right, he interrupted my research. I was on a massive YouTube spiral of all the stuff that, by the way... There's some weird shit on YouTube. I don't know if you know that. <clears throat> During my research, yeah. I have seen some very troubling videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah. There's troubling videos for sure, but there's some weird shit. So the first one I'm going to do is about the Denver International Airport. Which, uh, just to shorten things a little bit, I'm going to call DIA. Just so that I don't have to say Denver International Airport every time. Because I know at some point I'll I'll fumble over it. I'm going to take you guys on a little time warp. To... To 1993. Denver, Colorado. There's a bustling airport that is completely and totally modern. Top of the line. And for all purposes seems like it could last for years. It was built in the 70s and was just modernized every year, making sure that everything was up, kept up. In 1993, a mysterious organization known as the New World Airport Commission, which by the way, does not exist anymore, did not exist before they decided to build this airport and there is no record of them existing doing anything else while this airport was being built. And the New World Airport Commission decides that they want to build a new airport for Denver, Colorado. Now, the original airport was just outside of downtown Denver, similar to the way that LAX is, and the new airport that they were gonna build was about five miles outside of Denver, Colorado, in the middle of nowhere. They get started on building this airport, and they build five buildings. And these five buildings, something goes wrong with them, and they decide, instead of demolishing them and starting over, that they're going to bury them and build on top of them. Well, that's weird. Yeah. So they're... And they claim that they are just used for storage, and that, you know, there's nothing... No issues with them or anything like that. But, 
take a sip of my Dutch Bros. <laughs> but nobody is allowed down there. Not even people who work there. When whenever something needs to be put away or stored or anything like that, they're not allowed to go go down there to store it. They just they have to find somewhere else for it. Hmm. Yeah. So they build this airport, and the original budget for this airport was going to be uh, $2 million originally, which is, by the way, a lot to build an airport. Especially in the early 90s. Yeah. First off, and second off, this project, which was supposed to be done by 1994, it was a year job, does not get finished until 1995 and is almost $2 billion dollars over budget. Wow. So, $2 billion over budget, two years after it's supposed to be done, and if you do an aerial view of this thing, people claim, now I've looked at the photos and I've looked at the footage, and me personally, I don't think it looks like this, but people say it looks like a swastika. I personally just think it looks like several runways running off in different directions. But the reason I mention that is because this airport is two times the size of the original airport in downtown Denver. It is on two times the property, uh, two times the size of the, the original airport in Denver, and yet it has half as many runways. Hmm. So that just kind of blows everybody's minds when they think about that. Especially since it took an extra year and two billion dollars more. Any sort of explanation as to why that is? Nope. Hmm. It's just the New World Airport Commission is just taking forever, paying more and more money, which, if you know anything about economics and bureaucracy and everything like that, people don't shell out money for projects that are a year over, let alone shell out two billion more dollars. Actually, it was four billion and a half. Wow. So it was two and a half billion more. So, it doesn't stop there. Uh, this airport, one of the people who was involved in this airport is also the guy who discovered a form of hepatitis. The most deadliest form of hepatitis is worse than hepatitis C, and it's referred to as AUAG. Hmm. Now, in the airport, all over the airport, especially in front of these murals, which depict the end of the world, they have... Interesting choice. Yeah. They have <laughs> three dead uh, women. One is an African woman. One is a uh, Native American or, or Aztec or something like that. And the other one is a Jewish girl. Mm. Little Jewish girl. And they're all mm -hmm. dead. And on top of them is this Nazi. No hiding the fact that they're using the Nazi eagle symbol on his hat and he's oh, wearing wow. a gas mask he's carrying a sword and an ak-47 and he's just like stomping on them this was a mural in the airport this is not just one mural but this is spread uh that's one part of the mural and right in front of that picture is one of the auag symbols which the denver the dia claims is a symbol for gold and silver which it is au and ag are the symbols for gold and silver right However, AUAG together 
is is what's this form of hepatitis is called. It's called Australian antigen, and it's referred to as AUAG. So did he discover this form of hepatitis before or after he was hired? Way before. Okay, so it's possible that he may have been hired because of his knowledge. Because of, of his hepatitis. knowledge of this hepatitis, yeah. Which is weird for a, a, an airport. A, an airport, yeah. Yeah. It's like that's typically not on you know. <laughs> list of standard duties for any position uh, in airport. Knowledge of deadly viruses, check. Uh, billions of dollars, check. Um, let's see, what else can we need for this guy? Oh, just all around bad person. Yeah, he's great for this job. <laughs> I think he'd be perfect. So do you know what position he held at the airport? He, uh, the building, something to do with the building. He was he was Part their the international funding. concierge. In, in, <laughs> consigliere, actually. Oh, okay. This, it goes even deeper than that. So they buried these five buildings, and coming out of the ground where they supposedly buried these five buildings, there are air vents. Well, why would you need air vents if exactly. you're burying the buildings? Right? Hmm, interesting. Now they claim it's because they use it for storage. They need air circulation down there. Most airports that I'm aware of just shut down a wing of something and they use that as storage because they don't use that section very well. Right. Which, and with the size of DIA, you know. By the way, they have done. They've shut down a section of the airport to use for storage. Well, yeah, because normal staff isn't allowed down in the, uh, <laughs> in, in the bunkers. In the bunkers, yeah, exactly. Now, people have claimed there have been several people who did construction on this who say that they built these five buildings sort of as an underground city and that they were made with rooms for people to live in and and that even the sewage system and everything like that the uh, plumbing works in these buildings so they claim one that it's an underground city that's being used for all of those people who have been deemed important when the end of the world comes uh, two they claim that it is where Area 51 keeps the aliens underneath the uh, DIA, which I think is weird. Why would you keep aliens in an airport? That's yeah, especially with all of the foot traffic that you get there every single day, you'd think you would have it a little more secluded, like, you know, mm -hmm. out in the middle of a Nevada desert. I, that, that would be where I would put yeah. it. Which, yeah. by the way, have you ever driven by... Roswell, New Mexico, and out on the highway that leads to Area 51? You know, I have not, but I've heard stories of people that have. It gets really weird out there. Yeah, yeah. So, me and my father were driving, and we get lost, and we end up on this highway, and we, we pass a place called the Little Alien. I've heard of that yeah. place, yeah. It's very popular. It's basically the last stop before you get into Area yeah, 51. I think, uh, and I think like Penn that. and Teller talked about that when yeah. they were talking about Area 51. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, just crickets jumping everywhere. Just oh, wow. jumping on the windows. And I seemed like these things were trying to commit suicide. Because hmm. they were just jumping in the way of everything. Government trained crickets. Government trained crickets. They to run people off the road. Deter people from coming to Area 51. Back to the DIA. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Aliens. So, aliens. <laughs> they believe that aliens are down there. That they are doing experiments with these aliens. To, um, like on the aliens or the on aliens and are with. Instructing them like they're they claim that there are five different types of aliens that are down there. They have the whites, who are the really tall, long-haired Norse god-looking aliens. 
okay. who are helping them with experiments. Mm-hmm. They have the Greys, who are the ones that they're doing experiments on. Mm-hmm. Your standard Roswell alien types. Yeah. And then they have the Lizard people, right. who are the ones who they claim have replaced the royal family and... and in, most higher-end government yeah. officials, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what they do there, but then there are two other alien species who have not been mentioned. So there's a construction worker mm-hmm. who has gone down there to do construction and everything like that and claims that he found nukes that the, the U.S. government reported missing down there. Well, I do know that out near Colorado there were quite a few uh, dumping sites for uh, nuclear waste. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's possible that he may have just stumbled upon one of those, but w- w- they wouldn't make much sense that they would use th- that they would build an airport on top of one of those locations, unless the government misfiled and completely forgot completely that they forgot stored it. shit there. Th- that may have been it. The weird thing about it is, is that it just leads right through one of the tunnels. That is so weird. It's like somebody dug the tunnel to get to one of these things. Now, the the New World. Airport, uh, commission. airport Airport Commission. Yeah. Um, are they still in charge of the Colorado airport? No. Or they just sort of up they and just, they, they built the airport. They put... Oh, here's another thing. They put a little time capsule headstone, which is the dedication inside the airport. Yeah. They put one of those on there. Put a Masonic symbol in the center of this dedication stone and say that oh, there's... Oh, that's gotta be making those conspiracy theory guys go, go crazy. crazy. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing that drives them more crazy than the Masonic symbols. The, the only thing I think that drives them crazy more is Aztec markings and shit like that. You oh, know, yeah. If, if, if it shows up in a Dan Brown book or <laughs> a... a uh, Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, you know the conspiracy theorists have a dozen theories, theories just on on every single symbol. Speaking of Aztec, it's uh, not Aztec, but it's Mayan on one of these murals. Mm. Yeah, which in this mural, so there's four murals, and they're all on the four sides of this wall. Mm-hmm. The the two of interest are the one I, I mentioned before, and the one that's right next to it, which depicts a city and a forest on fire by some sort of thing shooting down from the sky, you know, some solar flare or something like that. Interesting. And there are these group of kids standing at the front of the mural, and one of them is holding a Mayan tablet with the calendar for uh, 2012. Now that is just so weird that they would have some of these things depicted in such a public place Mm -hmm. like Colorado Airport. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, the, the Nazi symbolism, the dead bodies. I mean, when you're about ready to get onto a plane, that's not really the kind <laughs> the of imagery you want to see. see. Something coming down from the sky and obliterating a forest. That's no. it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, hopefully nothing was in the way. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just, it's the weirdest thing ever. Oh, actually, I had a question for you about the time capsule. Yeah. Uh, was there any sort of date set to open that thing? Um, it is 2094. And there is a day, I can't remember the specific day. But all right, so all to you all you young listeners out there, make sure not to be anywhere near Colorado International Airport and in, in the year twenty ninety four. Yeah. Move yeah. to California or New York or London. Otherwise you're gonna be hit with that AUAG. AUAG. <laughs> there you go. Because I'm sure there's something in that capsule. Oh yeah. You know. At the very least these conspiracy theorists are pretty positive there's something in that capsule. Absolutely. The moment that thing opens, bam, apocalypse. Yeah. 
that's basically everything going on inside the Den uh, the Denver International Airport. Hmm. I wanted to mention some stuff going on outside. Okay, yeah. There is a giant horse statue in front of the DIA, which has been nicknamed by the locals as Blucifer. Creative name. Big blue horse with like a wild mane and big Maybe red a eyes. Less creative. <laughs> <laughs> wild hair, big red eyes, and um, the reason that this horse is named Blucifer is because during the construction of this horse, it killed its sculptor. Hmm. Yeah, the head when he was mounting the head on the top of mm -hmm. the statue because it's it's raised up like it's like rearing. It's really, yeah. yeah, it fell, severed an artery in his leg and he bled to death in minutes. The other weird thing about this Blucifer statue is that it has red eyes, but these eyes are glowing, but only if you look at it from a certain angle. Only mm. as you drive by it at a certain angle. No other way, you could be, if you're at the exact opposite of that angle, like if you're driving one way on the freeway, you'll see its red eyes and they start to glow. If you're driving in the opposite direction from that way, they don't no. glow, no. nothing. The only thing that you can take away from that is there are demons and aliens and Nazis yeah. at the Colorado International Airport. Denver International. Denver International yeah. Airport. The other weird thing, there's another statue that just went up, I believe in 2015, I can't remember the exact date. It is of Anubis. Oh. The Egyptian god of death. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. Not something I want to see just before getting on an airplane. No no calming effect there. That's You have the Egyptian god spooky. of death. Uh, depiction of a forest being caught on fire from something striking in the sky mm -hmm. and catching the neighboring city on fire. Yeah, Nazis. Nazis. You've yeah. got... And you've got a, a, a killer horse. Or yeah. did you already say horse? I don't know. I don't Either know. Either way, pretty fucking spooky. Pretty fucking spooky, <laughs> yeah. Definitely uh, definitely not a calming trip. No. From the Denver, <laughs> from International, the Denver Airport. International Airport. What would you say is probably one of the most outrageous claim that you've heard about the DIA. The most outrageous claim about the DIA yeah. would probably be that there are aliens down there. And that kind of leads me into the next one that I that's pretty near and dear to my heart is the Georgia Guidestones. Now, have you heard of the Georgia Guidestones at I all? I have not heard of the Georgia Guidestones. Alright, so the Georgia Guidestones there are these four granite pillars, um, each depicting a different language the four main languages of the entire world you know so one has this, is this in georgia the state or the georgia? state of georgia okay. yeah one pillar has english one has uh mandarin or cantonese or something like that one has some middle eastern language which i can't remember all depicting what should happen after the apocalypse again with the apocalypse again with the apocalypse hmm. most of the stuff that i my conspiracy theories have to do with the end of the world hey, you just know what? because i fucking hate the world and they want it to end. <laughs> <laughs> like people like Joe's little brother. That's true. That's true. Totally worth the end of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you glare at you guys couldn't see that, but his brother's in the room and he glared at him. But yeah, and so these Georgia Guidestones depict is basically the Ten Commandments for the end of the world. And they say that the population needs to be kept under two billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the world should have a unifying government with a new language. Does it designate what this language should be? Uh, no. Just one unifying language mm. of all people. And this is in Georgia? In Georgia. Definitely not the place you'd expect something like that. Well, 
the the thing about this, it was created by a guy named R.C. Christian. <laughs> what? <laughs> An appropriate name for a guy talking about the apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, who is believed to be a member of the Rosicrucian Christians, which is why he chose his name R.C. Christian. That sounds very familiar. Yeah. Who, uh, nobody actually knows who R.C. Christian is. Again, mm -hmm. mysterious person. Mm -hmm. This, the reason it was put in the middle of Georgia, the place in Georgia it is, is the granite capital of the United States by Stone Mountain. Yeah. yeah it's actually where, where the granite came from was Stone Mountain. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, neat. And it's built in the middle of nowhere, and then they have a flagstone right next to it. So you have these... Uh, in total, so there's four pillars. Mm -hmm. There's one pillar in the center, and then there's one pillar on top. Okay. Yeah. So the center pillar has a hole drilled all the way up facing towards the sky, mm -hmm. and then a hole drilled with angles in that hole so that you can actually see the winter and summer solstice sun. Oh, interesting. So it's sort of been designed to be used as a calendar for the end of the world, mm -hmm. and it's been designed to be instructions for the end of the world. And it's put Now of course none of that's really gonna help much if the axis gets all thrown off at the end of the world. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. I don't think RC Christian thought that far ahead. Is there any theory as to when they were built? I mean is it well documented or is it a mystery? So it was done in the seventies. RC Christian, he went to the people in this this little town in Georgia said, I want to buy five pillars of granite, and I want to do all this. He said it was a piece of artwork. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, okay. So he made his artwork and everything, and they gave him three sites to choose from. And he chose this specific site. It is believed by some people that he chose it because of its closeness to ley lines. Which is such an odd thing for a Christian to be interested in. Yeah. That mm -hmm. it, it really makes you wonder why a Christian would do it the way that he's done it here. Yeah. He chose this specific site because of its relative closeness to ley lines, mm -hmm. because of its access to be able to see the sun where it is for that little calendar thing, mm -hmm. and because the North Star, you can see the North Star from that thing that he drilled okay. into the center of the uh, the center pillar. Right, right. So you can find the North Star right from that. Yeah, it's a don't bother with these stars over here, those stars this over is there. The this is the one you want to focus yeah, on. exactly. So is there, uh, w what languages did you say this was written in? It's written in English. Mm -hmm. It's either Mandarin or Cantonese or one of those. There's a Middle Eastern language. Latin? You can, you can read these things off of images online, right? Yeah. Okay. You can pull it up, just type in the Georgia Guidestones, and you can read all of the, the, the Ten Commandments for the end of the world, basically. Now that you've said it that way, the Ten Commandments for the end of the world, I, I feel like I have heard or read something about that in passing. It's yeah. very, it's very, it was a very interesting story. So you've read these commandments. Yes. Do you think they make sense? No. Well, I mean, I could see how they would make sense for somebody if they were trying to control the population after the end of the world. Yeah. Because that really seems like what it is. This is this random guy, R.C. Christian, also known as Robert Christian, who wrote a book, by the way, that uh, was published out of an Iowa publishing house. Iowa? Yeah. Interesting. And a lot of people think that R.C. Christian or Robert Christian is from Iowa. Okay. And that he went to Georgia because it was the this town because it was the granite capital of the world. It wasn't moved that far away from the the quarry where the granite stone came from. Mm -hmm. It wasn't moved that far away from 
the company that sold R.C. Christian the granite. The, this guy is supposedly from Iowa. Mm -hmm. Did he write the book before or after the pillars went up? It was printed in the 70s as well, and it sort of has to do with stuff along the same lines as the art sculpture. Okay. With the end of the world and all that kind of stuff. But Off the top of your head, do you remember the title of the book? No, I can't remember. Okay. Well, I mean, it's easy enough for you guys to Google, go up there and look for Robert Christian. Maybe it might even be tied in with the Georgia Guidestones. Yep. So, you know, it's relatively easy to find that stuff nowadays. Yeah. We're just not going to waste our time Googling it now because, you know, We're lazy. we have better things to do. Yeah. No, we don't. Well, we got to talk into this mic. We don't gotta. We don't gotta, but I don't gotta Google either. <laughs> <laughs> I Google all day for work. I'm not going to come home and Google. That's your guys' job. <laughs> so when you guys find out what the name of this book is, go ahead and post it to us to, you know, tag us with a hashtag This Idiot Rain or This Idiot Rain. This Idiot Joe. This and Joe's and, uh, let us know what the name of the book is because. Do a hashtag uh, These Idiots Podcast. Yeah, well. that's probably the easiest way to do it because that'll get both of us. Drop us a hashtag or two. Let us know what the name of this book is. I think we're coming up. Uh, you won't have to cut it short tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, un unfortunately, uh, because of our restrictions in recording space and recording equipment, yeah. uh, we're going to have to cut it a bit short tonight because my brother does have work tomorrow morning. So we got to clear out of uh, his bedroom. His bedroom. Uh, one of the uh, just a handful of things that I wanted to cover tonight is uh, I want to go ahead and give our thanks again to Weeping Icon. Uh, go ahead and check them out. They're on SoundCloud. They're also on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, fantastic band. They put out some great music there. We're actually using some of their music for our intro, uh, if you can hear it there in the background of us telling you to come and join us for a fun little podcast. Uh, another thing I wanted to do was mention the artist that uh, was willing to work with us to get our um, our logo going. Our current logo. That our we current have logo. Uh, per, uh, absolutely fantastic artist. Very little prompting on what we needed, and uh, she was able to take it, really work with it, and give us something that we absolutely loved. So, yeah. big thanks there, Per. And, uh, Rain, if you want to take it away with the social media. Social media. So... These idiots have a Facebook page. Woo! Woo! So it is, uh, These Idiots Have a Podcast on Facebook. We also have a Twitter. It's These Idiots Podcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So you guys can come by. If you have any thoughts, ideas, future shows you want us to do, because we do listen, because you guys said maybe you should do topics. So we decided we'll do topics. So we do listen to your guys' comments, and we do make decisions about having stuff you know sometimes we'll just say no that's fucking ridiculous we're not going to do it <laughs> but other times we do actually listen and you can also hopefully here soon we'll have our youtube page up yep yep still and uh still looking for artists out there anybody that wants to give us uh fan art or images you know pretty much whatever we'll put it up there so that uh you're not staring at a black screen while listening to the dulcet sound of our voices of our <laughs> sultry voices and we'll also do we were thinking about doing featured artists for specific episodes and stuff like that too mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. uh, you can share those on our Facebook page on our Twitter pages and you can find us on Instagram we have an Instagram page these idiots podcast on Instagram and you can find me at 
that idiot rain both on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find Joe. What's yours? Yeah, that idiot Joe on uh, Instagram and Twitter and anywhere else I could get that name to work for me. So yeah. if you're on a social media site and you look up that idiot Joe and I pop up, there you go. There if you I go. don't, then uh, put a little more effort into it. Put a little more effort That's into it. That's what Google's it. for, you guys. Come on. So uh, coming up here pretty soon, we're going to have our Patreon page up where you guys can donate. And I thought of a nice little thing. Oh, yeah? For, for if you donate $5... You can figure out the origin of that thing we do at the end of our podcast. Ah, uh, yes, yes. That and dog. Intro, that goddamn dog. <laughs> Who, by the way, I saw again today. That is absolutely crazy. On the crazy. way here to record that, this podcast. I, I just can't even imagine that dog is still alive today. Right? I wouldn't wow. think so. But, yeah, so you'll figure out, you'll learn um, what that dog is about. And who that dog is, just for $5 donation on the Patreon page. And we'll be figuring out some other stuff, and when we get that fully launched, we'll give you our link and everything like that for those. And uh, just to bring us maybe a little a little more popular on SoundCloud, go mm-hmm. ahead and give us a like, give us a subscribe, uh, follow us. On, follow us on SoundCloud. On SoundCloud, that follow way you can Facebook. get the updates. Yeah, follow us on Facebook. Follow, follow us, us on Twitter. Follow us everywhere, and you will know exactly when our next video goes up, or uh, podcast goes yes. up. It's not a video. I know. Again, I know. one the... of these days, though, it will be, and that's when I'll start calling it podcast nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> this guy again today. He's dressed up as a Klingon. I did. I did. I, I put so much effort into this, thinking that we would be on video. And again, I, I just money wasted. Money wasted. Money. I'm telling you to wait until we get the video. <sighs> I but, put a, I, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, starting next week, uh, we are going to be doing stupid holidays. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, stupid holidays. Things that you look at the calendar and you're like, what the hell is that? Not just that, but stuff that's on Facebook. Like,. International Donut Day. Oh, which the International Days. Right. That's going to be a fun one. It's. Did you know that the vast majority... You know what? I'll get into that next we'll week. We'll wait until <laughs> next week for that. But there's a little cliffhanger for you. The yep. vast majority of... Dot, dot, dot. Tune in next week to find out. Legend. That dog! Oh my god, that dog.